Alright, welcome back everybody. Um, it is Friday the 12th, and um, tomorrow the 13th is actually the Biblical New Year's Eve. And then the following Sunday will be the Biblical New Year's, which so 13th and 14th. Um, it's also the part of a new month and new moon, according to the Biblical traditions. Um, and daylight savings time, of course. Um, so normally I would, um, I was thinking about doing a reading from the Saturday Biblical New Year's, but it's actually even longer, um, of a read than, um, the, the last one I did on Saturday. And honestly, the Saturday one was over an hour long, and... Um, I don't have problems talking for an hour, but the problem with it is that, you know, um, people listening for over an hour, and I think that can be a little overwhelming for people, and like I said, I don't have the best voice. <laughs> but um, if you guys are interested in reading the Biblical New Year, um, the Torah, our Old Testament section, is going to be Exodus 35, verse 1, to 38, verse 20. Um, the, it's going to continue into the Old Testament and the books of the prophets. Um, 1 Kings 7, 13 through the 26, and then 40, verse 15. Uh, chapter 40 through 50 in First Kings. Um, the suggested New Testament is Second Corinthians, um, chapter 9, verse uh, 6 through 11. And uh, then they're doing another reading um, based off the accountings of... And uh, that's going to... Um, be Exodus 38:21 through Exodus 40 to 38, 1 Kings again 7:51 through 8:21, and then 2 Corinthians uh, 3 verse um, 7 through 18. And I'll put the um, the readings into the show notes for you. Um. Aside from that, we're going to talk about temptation, because, um, I think temptation is one of the hardest and biggest things in society today. Um, we have a society where, um, at this point, it's starting to cancel things, and, um... You know, it started off with Gina Carano with her message, uh, her rights on there, um, for speaking what she thought was, you know, true to her beliefs. Um, it went against what, you know, she thought, or what against Disney thought, so they canceled her, uh, they basically fired her. Um, some people think it's hilarious, other people understand where she was coming from. Um, Whoopi Goldberg actually went out and spoke out against it with the cancellation of Pepe Le Pew because he was a womanizer. 
And although I agree that certain things can be construed as bad, there's a difference between, you know, um, a cartoon uh, that can give off bad vibes uh, versus a person speaking about their beliefs. There's, uh, social media has blocks on it. It has, um, you could deactivate your social media, unfollow. So, there's different things on that. Um, I grew up watching Looney Tunes. Um, my favorite was the Tasmanian Devil. Go figure. But I always thought he was kind of cool looking, and I liked how he used to spin around. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was one of my favorites growing up, and, uh, same with Batman, you know, but now we're seeing how all these old shows and how the personalities of these people are being taken out, you know, um, in some ways I can see the justification for it, other ways I don't, either way, it's going to the point where they were destroying our statues um, because of past representations but ultimately it's for what they stood for and um, then we're seeing cancellations now of things that are trivial things that shouldn't even matter and it's I personally feel it's eventually going to get to the point where they're going to cancel the Bible so the reason why I'm going to talk about temptation is because we need to understand what the difference between temptation is and because it's always going to be there regardless of what people think. You could cancel everything in the world and temptation will still exist. So, um, I'm going to start it off by you know, t talking about the, the book of Matthew in 26, verse 41. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And what I mean by that, or what the Bible means, is that you have to follow into your spirit. You have to, you know, pray on it. And you have to understand that temptation, your spirit can overcome it. But your mentality, your flesh, everything that you are as a person isn't as strong as your spirit. And your spirit is basically what you need to rely on to, um, to get through all these um, problems that are you know, going to be coming our way. Um, I don't know if any of you have seen or read the, the movie The Stand, um, but they remade it on CBS, and it is a lot more, um, I guess you could say violent, it's a lot more, um, dark, they're saying, uh, they swear a lot more, there's a lot more sex, there's a lot more, um, A sinful action, I guess you could say, but overall, I, I have the book, um, I've read the book, I've, um, seen the first, the old version of the movie, 
and and I liked it a lot. Sorry, I'm just doing this as I wake up because I don't want to forget to throw it out on Saturday before you know because the last time. But um, the new one, uh, it takes a dark approach, but. You know, Whoopi Goldberg also plays um, Abigail, um, or Mother Abigail in the show, and um, they're basically fighting with the Antichrist or or Satan um, in there. Basically, the end of the world happened, the virus took over everybody, and there's a few people left in America, and they all end up going over to this town that Abigail, everybody has a dream of Abigail, and they all meet up in um, a town called Boulder, and they end up going against Abigail's wishes to be peaceful, and they sent spies into Las Vegas to basically spy on the dark man, or um, they call him Flag, or, you know, he's a... Um, He's the satanic creature and uh, symbol in um, the uh, the show, and as he continues his rise and everything, he can't die. He is like a beast. He can like eat people. Um, he uh, is a very scary figure. But he comes in the actions of how Jesus would portray forgiveness. But he doesn't say, you need to forgive yourself for killing somebody. You need to forgive, I, I, you know, you don't need to repent for all these sins that you committed. You need to repent if they're coming at you, you know, if they're trying to kill you, you know. Um, if they're coming at, trying to kill you and stuff, then that's fine. You don't need to repent. But if you're going against his wishes, then you do. He basically makes it so he wants everybody in the city to worship the ground they wa uh, he walks on. And if you actually recall, um, in the Bible, Jesus wasn't like that. He was more humble. He was more of a person that would... Um, he... he was being tempted by Satan, and it was in the exact same way. Satan told Jesus, if you were to worship me, I'll give you this whole world, and Jesus said no. Um, 1 Corinthians 10.13, uh, there has no temptation taken you, but such as a common, uh, such as common to man, but God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it? In this part, a lot of people criticize that God doesn't give you more than you can handle. In this verse, it's saying that you could bear anything that comes your way because you have God on your side if you are faithful. If you are faithful, you can overcome it all. Um, the best way I can explain it to you is that 
there's a world full of temptation. You know, you have people that are more free with showing off their body. You have other people that don't want to do it at all. You have people that are for free with their sexuality. Other people that don't want any part of it. Um, you know, like recently, uh, there was this um, professor. I think he was a professor in California. He was stating that Jesus is genderless. And he stated that. And... I posted a article on it on my Instagram. So if you go to Instagram and you do um, at Martyr Minister, um, you should see my icon pop up, and you can click on it and go through my feed and be able to find it. Um, not my Instagram. I'm sorry, it's my Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. I don't have an Instagram for this. Um, but yeah, if you read it. Um, they're saying that Jesus was genderless, and um, it, it doesn't make sense. Jesus came as the Son of God, the Son of Man. Uh, he was baptized where God said, This is my Son who I'm well pleased. A Son is a man. Um, so when you get to this point, you have to understand that there are people that are distorting the Bible to their own narratives and this has not been a new thing there's many people that will say the Old Testament was an eye for an eye although it's partially true it was for judges to decide that not for us it didn't mean if you stole something from me you know I could steal something from you or if you stole something from me I could cut off your hands it didn't mean um, if you looked at my wife the wrong way, I could gouge your eyes out. You know, that's not exactly how it was meant. They had judges to determine what was right and what was wrong. And a lot of people distort that. So, you know, as we continue, you know, like, with you know, the Old Testament and the New Testament, we we see that there is a lot of sins, a lot of temptations, and a lot of things that people had to overcome. Um, even way back in Genesis, when Eve was tempted to eat the forbidden fruit because she wanted the knowledge, um, she also convinced Adam to eat it, which left, you know, us where we are today. So, in Hebrews 2.18, For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. So, a lot of people when they are tempted, they're, they're confused. And, uh, hold on one second. Alright, sorry. I didn't want to sneeze on this thing. But, um... It says because, you know, he was be able to secure uh, them. 
And what they mean by that is, even though you have suffered and were tempted, you're, uh, he is able to help those that are being tempted. Um, Hebrews 2.18 um, basically explains that if you... Um, it's basically talking about um, how children have flesh and blood. It's talking about how the devil can um, manipulate us. Um, and then from there, it goes further into... Um, it goes further into how people have been tempted and who how he is able to help those being tempted by serving God. And when you have God on your side, you can pray when you get those temptations. You can try to think strongly on those temptations. Um, it's hard. I'm going to tell you that being tempted with anything can be hard. If somebody came to you with a million dollars to say, I want, um, I'll give you a million dollars just to, you know, take all the Bibles in your house away, you could be thinking to yourself, oh, well, I'll get a million dollars, I'll go buy a new Bible. However, if the circumstances have changed, where money is still a key factor, and all the Bibles were canceled in the world. Um, so, this guy comes to you because he wants a Bible to read, and you only have one Bible in your house, and he's going to give you a million dollars to take the last Bible in your house. Do you say yes, or do you say no? It, it, it's a tough decision. You know, you're being tempted with money, but if you don't know the whole Bible by heart, and you don't, and you still read it, and you're still exploring it, and everything, then is it really right for you to say, yeah, take it. If there's no more Bibles left, and you have the last one. And for that reason, we don't know what he's going to do with the Bible. If you recall... In history and you know there's a, uh, a movie called the book of Eli where there's two types of people that hold the Bible one person that will use the Bible for manipulation another person that will use the Bible for righteousness how do you know which ones to use and which ones correct well my personal opinion is that when the Vatican took over and they enacted the Christian Crusades and stuff, this is all part of some sort of act to rid the world of all the faiths. However, it did say in the Bible, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Now, even back in the Roman persecution times, there is um, a martyr that would speak against 
you know, the Romans and all this stuff without taking action of violence. And he would explain that Christians are peaceful and they don't want to attack or harm anyone. They just want to be able to worship their God by themselves and not have to be massacred for it. A lot of people forget that Christians were persecuted at a time. And they look at Christians as being, you know, the most blood-hungry people on earth. But it's far from the truth. If those people are true in the Bible, they will know that we're holding to our faith as best we can and holding strong to it. Um, Ephesians 6 verse 11 Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil is going to come in many forms, in many ways, and many temptations to try to steer you into the wrong direction. One wrong temptation can lead you to an addiction, and that addiction can lead you into a life spiral of sinful temptations. Um... There's people that drink alcohol. I'm not going to say that's a sin or not, but there's people that will drink alcohol and because they like the feeling, because they like the intenseness, because they like the feeling of being, you know, drunk or buzzed or whatever, they continue going down that spiral. That spiral starts off with just a drink that just a drink leads over to having a good time. That good time leads to, okay, you know, I stopped drinking, um, got my consciousness back, I'm sober, I miss that feeling, I'm not having fun anymore. So they drink, and it keeps going down the spiral. It's something that you learn in psychology about addiction, but one of the biggest things about addiction that people don't explain is that when you are addicted to something, that is bad. That's not a good thing. You're supposed to be sober-minded in the Bible. And they don't mean that just in the case of alcohol, you know? They mean that in anything, you know? you got to be sober-minded. You need to be clear. You need to be alert. You need to be able to see and act what you're doing. Um, if you go to a party, you know, a lot of the cases and, uh, we'll, we'll put like fraternities or, um, college parties, stuff like that. You have these girls that get drunk and as they're getting drunk, they become unaware people slip, slip drugs into their drinks and next thing you know they're waking up with a major regret and a major trauma that is where it's going you know and this isn't the case for all people you can drink with people you're friends with you can you know whatever but when it becomes a routine habit that you need that is when you need to put on the armor of God and stand against the temptations that the devil is urging you to. If you become addicted to something, that is the that's the note that the devil's winning 
over your own free will because you're giving your free will to drink something that you enjoy but it's taken away your clarity to take away your clarity is to lead into more temptations that will eventually blossom into a whole bunch of sins that you know you're going to be repenting in the long run and just because you repent and you're able to repent doesn't mean you should be sinning there's a difference between what you should do and what you shouldn't do because you will be forgiven that's not a a case for it um i'm guilty of it i know many people that are guilty of it including one that lives in my basement um but as i stated before temptation is one of the key factors that people need to really take control over so i repeat to you again in matthew 26 verse 41 watch and pray that ye need that ye not enter into temptation the spirit is willing indeed willing but the flesh is weak so when you guys are going into an area when you guys are talking to people or whatever if you're drinking a beer whatever you're having a good time that's fine but remember don't get to the point where it takes over your life if you feel that something is actually going on you can shoot me an email at minister martyr um uh, minister martyr at gmail.com or you can you know talk to a person from Groundwire or Jesus Saves you can you know talk to a family member or a pastor or pray and pray hard that you can indeed overcome the situation you're in um, aside from that um, if you're willing to give your life to Christ um, you can go into the episodes, go to Sinner, uh, the Sinner's Prayer. I'll also have it in the show notes. Um, we have a new website that just went up where I actually post some articles that you guys can read. Or, you know, I post like little blogs or whatever you want to call them. Um, that is ministermartyr.wordpress.com. You can feel free to, you know, go in there. I'm still working on the site, so it's not exactly perfect yet, but it's getting there. And, um, lastly, uh, you know, I pray that all of you, you know, can find the right path to go. I do thank you for listening with me for in these 30 minutes. Um, I will have the Sabbath um, readings in the show notes as well, if any of you wish to do the Biblical New Year readings with me. And aside from that, um, have a great day.